Okay, so we already, right. said, we already said if Tai Tuivasa wins the heavyweight belt, we're all going to do shoeies. So what's it going to take, Alex, for you to get a left tattoo? Tonight, I'm putting it on the line this Saturday. Curtis Blades, knockout. Kai Car France, knockout. Borshev, knockout. And then the fucking kicker, Max Griffin, knockout. If this all happens, I will get a fucking lip tattoo with whatever you two decide you want on my lip. Well, I thought you said you wanted thug on your lip. That was a joke. I don't actually want thug. But anything I put on my lip is going to look like a douchey thing. So it doesn't really matter what I put on my lip. So I will let you two decide. And that and that's it. All right, deal. Everyone, welcome back into another episode of Making the Walk. Today is the 25th of March. I'm your host, Andrew. Uh, and Mike is back from his marathon. How's it going, Mike? Half marathon. And uh, good, man. You know, it, it's uh, I ran yesterday. So Again, I, are you just addicted to the grind? I guess. Uh, I actually signed or today signed up for. Sorry, no, I ran on Tuesday. Um not yesterday, but I signed up for another one in October. A <laughs> in half Nap- or a full? In, uh, half in Naperville. So, um, yeah, and then I'm going to do another one in January in Florida so I can visit my grandparents. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, like, yeah. are you are you sure you're just not – you're not planning at all to do a full one? I am. I, that, so, that um, basically, the way I broke it down is I could do a full this fall – but um, I'm pissed about my time from New York City, which is arguably one of the hardest halves I could probably do that is not in the mountains, um, just structure and, and elevation-wise. Um, by the way, I made the Manhattan Bridge my bitch, so uh, we'll get there. Anyway, uh, I was two minutes off the time I wanted, and Naperville is strictly to fucking get that time. Because the first mile, you can't go anywhere. So we're behind pace on that. And then you're trying to make up for the rest of it as the race gets harder. Um, There's a couple points where I'm like, all right, we can push it. And then I started to realize, like, uh, you're not going to make it. So, like, your heart's going too fast. You got to, you're way too, you're going way too hard. You got to pull back or else you're just not going to finish at all. Honestly, yeah, so that's the reason for the neighborhood one. The January one is just I haven't seen my grandparents in a while, you know, through all this bullshit and it's not bullshit, all this like COVID lockdowns and stuff. And my grandpa's like obviously he's 88, he's not the healthiest guy in the world anymore. Um, so they've been really like, you know, trying to be careful and stuff, but they're finally like open and my cousin are gonna visit and stuff. Uh, my parents are going down there next month. Um but yeah, my grandma was like, hey, there's one, you know, there's one like down the street from our house, right? I'm like, oh, okay, great. I'll do January. So then the plan is 2023. I want to do the full. Um, probably, I'll probably end up doing Chicago. That'd be cool, man. That's, that's really cool. Um, what is this? So I, I was tracking you a little bit on that app. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I did see that yes. your splits were. By the way, shout out to the boys for <laughs> tracking me. And Dylan fucking didn't know how to spell my last name. I've known him for like 15 years. <laughs> In all fairness, I think he doesn't know how to spell anyone's. Like, if you look at his phone contacts, he doesn't know how to spell anyone's name. He no, he guesses. Fair enough. He he doesn't know how. Yeah, he thinks there's an E at the end of my name. Which I kind of can't see, to be honest with you. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, you go ahead, go ahead. You're tracking. No, I was just saying, man, that's that's really that's awesome. Uh congrats on doing that. Yeah. I know um you were talking about it for a little bit and you were kind of you were like, oh, I don't know why I'm doing this. And now it seems like you're it seems like you have like a full calendar year plus planned out of, of yeah. runs and races. Um, yeah. um but my Adam wants my, to do one in June. <laughs> what's that? Adam wants to, my the buddy that I ran it with. He wants to do one in June. I'm like motherfucker, like give me a second here. <laughs> did you uh? Did you guys run side by side? For the most part, yeah. Like um, we played rabbit. You know, I, he was in front for probably most of it, but we run a very similar pace. So like he'd be in front, I'd be in front, he'd be in front, I'd be in front. Like we kind of traded back and forth, and then um, he had, he did a great time too. Like he beat his fastest time for a half ever like through his marathon training um that was last year but we ended up separating i think like mile 10 uh going into the t- into Times square i we kind of separated i i don't want to uh, say but like i ended up winning even though it wasn't a competition against him um <laughs> no man I, i'll be honest with you the, the most surprising thing to me like i like you said like i was kind of like oh why the fuck am i gonna do this like there's no point. Um, it's It was way more rewarding than I thought it would ever be. Uh, and for the most part, it's because it reminded me of cutting weight in a way that it's you against you. Like, you're not, you're not fight You're not going against anyone. Yeah. You can compare yourself to others. And I can say like, Oh, like I want to beat Adam. I want to beat Adam. At the end of the day, like, it's just a journey. Not, I don't want to sound like too cliche because anyone will say this. It's like a fight against yourself. And I actually really enjoyed that mental battle. You know, there's a couple of times where I'm like, okay, you are not going to make it. But then you pour some water on your back and like you cool down and you keep going. Like moments like that, I cherish um, as someone that is kind of always tried to push the limits of like physically. Uh, it's just another way to do that. And yeah, hopefully I'm actually going to try to see if I can get my mom into one. She's running again uh, after the last, you know, probably a year with her feet and then the other stuff and all that. So maybe, maybe, but maybe we'll just do a Thanksgiving 5K. <laughs> we'll be that family. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it was awesome, man. We had a lot of fun. Um, New York City is always great. You know, people yelling your name, even though I had my headphones in the whole time. We taped our names to our shirt, which is a big marathon thing, which Adam wanted to do for this one. Cause you're just running. And obviously you're running for like two hours or more, unless you're the guy that wanted who ran it in an hour. Um, what? Yeah. So the, the Kenyan professionals run it in an hour. The guy that won it literally woke up, started at seven 30. Probably the distance of a half marathon is probably less than his morning jog. Didn't break a fucking sweat, won a hundred grand and flew back to Kenya. Probably dude's a horse. It, it, oh, it, it's like, he's, I watched him go up the Manhattan bridge. It's like, he's not even trying. 
And but me and Adam like practically celebrated when we got up there. <laughs> what's the what's the split on that? It's got to be like a four, uh, it's like thirty four mile. minute miles. Four minute mile. Yeah, like you can run it on a trail uh, at the New York City Marathon. I think it was Adam was saying uh, the one he ran. You they had a treadmill set at his pace, and you could try to see how long you could keep his pace. And there's just a long line of people eating shit trying to like keep the same pace as this guy. And it was, it's, I guess it was hilarious, but like it, he's a, he's a, just a racehorse. It's crazy. But yeah. It was, one, sorry. Just one last question. Yeah. Um, how are your nipples? I'm going to be honest, man. The, le- the Nike drive fit was not the move. Um, <laughs> next time I'm wearing a comfier shirt. Uh, they're not bad. Like they weren't bleeding, but I got in the shower afterwards and I was like, damn, what is that burn in my left nipple? And I have, I have still do a little bit. Uh, there's a little chafing on my left nipple. Uh, right one's good. So, and no, no, like downpouring blood. Anyway, so we're good there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was man. like, damn, I didn't know this would happen. Like, Nike Drive Fit was not the move. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's, that's awesome, dude. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's, let's uh, get let's into this. Let's get into this. So um, we always kind of like to start with some uh, some news. Um, it's kind of been the new thing. Um, I was thinking actually, because so, Alex might be joining us later, we can hold off on like the crazier like non UFC news and kind of get okay. his reactions to it. Because yeah, I always love uh, I, I always love hearing both of your guys' commentary together. Um, of course. So we'll we'll get into some to like UFC news, I guess. Um, so we got to talk about the the Masvidal Covington thing. Mm-hmm. I know you have been um, sending me and Alex a lot of updates about it. Uh, I haven't really been keeping up with it too much, uh, mostly because a lot of the breaking news is coming out while I'm at work. Uh, but Same, you know, but I just don't care. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. but man, this is like it's insane. Like, yeah. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Masvidal kind of it's it, did he corner Covington in a restaurant? I think you can explain this better than me. I think, okay, so I'm just going off what I've seen, like, on Instagram, different accounts that we both follow, but, like, I just happen to see, from what I take, is that Kobe was out on a, on Sunday night with the Nelk boys, um, and Covington, or sorry, Masvidal saw his location and went to him, and him and his boys tried to jump him. So... I have two things. Obviously, I'm not the biggest Kobe fan. I'm a fan of the world. Like, I respect the guy. He's a great fighter. Uh, his antics, yeah, yada, yada. Like, I don't enjoy them all the time. They can't be funny. The problem I have with uh, Jorge is, like, they've both said in the past, it's on site if we see each other outside the octagon. To me, and I'm not a street guy. I'm not, like, the street tough. But to me, the understanding of that and what makes me so mad not mad, I should say, it's like disappointed. Okay, let's say you guys are both out in the club in Miami. You happen to see each other. By all means, go ahead. Fuck it. Like, who cares? Um, the problem I have with this one is he personally seeked out a problem and, like, went to go jump him. Like, I, I, and that I, it could be a mistake. Like, I could be citing the wrong thing that happened, but I don't like that. Like, you go out of your way. You leave your house on a Sunday night and go and try to like jump this guy. It seems like a little bit of a bitch move to me. 
It seems a little excessive too. I, I kind of have to agree. So Masvidal was arrested, and I believe he was charged with some kind of like it was felony battery or something like that. Yeah, um, assault maybe. Shout yeah. out to Adam Schefter, assault. <laughs> and then um, you also mentioned you sent us something that Khabib sent uh, in favor of Masvidal, and we thought so, that maybe that wasn't actually him saying that. Well, I feel like this could be true or not, but I feel like Ali Ali Abdel. I don't. I almost said his name the way that Connor says it, and I don't want to disrespect him, um, even though I'm not the biggest fan of him. Uh, Ali Abdullah uh, sees, and his is uh, all those guys' managers. Islam's manager, uh, Habib's manager. He's Kamara Usman's manager. Justin Gaethje, you know, a, a list of giant fighters. Kayla Harrison's manager, to my knowledge. Um, I believe he is known for using his fighters under his accounts or under his management, their Twitter accounts. Like Zabit, there's tweets that come from Zabit's account where it's like, this guy did not write that. Like he didn't write it. And people have always accused Ali. I don't know if he's ever been, it's not a crime, obviously, but I don't know if he's ever been like caught or like whatever for real. Say he makes like statements on these fighters accounts that like they, they wouldn't say, um, I don't know for sure. It was more of a joke when I sent it to you guys today, the, the one that could be put out. But knowing Habib's view on family and um, his values and stuff, I can imagine him saying something like this and making a statement like this, um, something along the lines of Kobe, of wanting to boycott Kobe, um, you know, for what he said about Jorge's kids, which I don't, I don't know if I recall him ever saying anything about his kids, but something about Masvidal being as a father. Yeah. Do you, do you remember? He said he was a bad father. I don't think he directly said yeah. anything about his kids, though. And, yeah, it's, I don't know. And saying, to say the black ball, the thing that makes me think it did come from Ali is like boycotting Kobe, refusing to accept his fights and bot agreements. Like, we know Kamaru and Kobe's relationship. We know Ali does not like Kobe. I don't know if Habib necessarily has a problem with Kobe. I mean, you saw the guy sitting cage side in that fight against Jorge and like practically cheering for Kobe's wrestling. So that kind of makes me think it actually did come from Ali. <laughs> and so you mentioned McGregor in there, and we also got to talk about this. This has just been oh, an absolutely Jesus. crazy week for MMA news, but uh, Conor McGregor has been arrested in Ireland um, for going way over the speed limit. Um, his $187,000 Bentley was seized by the police. Um, it just seems like this guy doesn't do well when he has nothing to do. Yeah, no, um, especially right now recovering. Like, is he out? I don't think he's actually still in. I know Masvidal's out, by the way. But yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly what his situation is legally. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm kind of referencing more like when he, when he took those two years off to fight Floyd, mm -hmm. he was getting yeah. into a lot of trouble then too. Yeah, the and dolly stuff. That's yeah, the when dolly because he well he punched that guy. He had a hit out on him. Um, it, it, and and this time around too, he hit him, he sucker punched another guy. Yeah. and it just seems like when he has nothing to do, he finds himself in a lot of trouble. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, well, I was oh, so me and a coworker were actually talking about this today. We're like, 
Dude, you're like so rich. You have pretty much anything you could ask for in the world, or you at least have the money to buy anything you ask for. And you're just like hitting hitting old dudes and getting arrested. Like, there's no need for that. Like, you're you. I, I he still has fans, obviously, but like you're one of the most respected fighters because you're come up and being the first real UFC superstar. I'm not saying he's tarnished his legacy, but he needs something to do, man. He's got he's got to go back to I don't even know Kavanaugh where they are. I don't know the exact location. I know it's in Ireland, but jeez, he's got he's got to find a new hobby, baby. I don't know. <laughs> Start yeah, running. Absolutely. Just <laughs> it it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, There's no reason then, for it. No. No, it just it like I said, he seems like he's just bored and just gets into trouble when he yeah. gets bored. Um, so we're keeping theme with the wild week of news. Uh, so do you see that Kevin Holland choked out an active shooter? I did. Holy shit! That's absolutely like, insane. He, he was just saying he's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I can't imagine he after the fact he thought that that was like. Of the greatest idea in the world, but honestly, shout out to him. That's pretty. That's pretty fucking sick. Like heroic for him to do. Yeah, he was like, he was saying like he was at a restaurant and he heard like pops going off and and he thought someone was popping champagne and <laughs> then he saw people running away from an area. So he stood up to look and he saw this guy shooting. Jesus! And he just went and choked him out. <laughs> I don't. I was obviously I had bad ears, and this is a serious question and not nice. More of a joking question on a serious topic. I'm, I've shot guns before and I've popped champagne before. They don't sound very similar. <laughs> like, maybe with, like, the earmuffs on while you're shooting, it sounds similar. But maybe it's just, it, like, one of those – maybe his brain was just trying to, like, compartmentalize that he was at a restaurant and someone was making yeah, a loud popping noise. Exactly, yeah. Like, like you're, not, you're sitting at a re- You're sitting at a restaurant you and you hear think- a loud – bang not you're not gonna yeah. be like someone shooting yeah that okay so i get that that's more along the lines of what i was thinking it's like oh i'm out i'm out with my friends but why would i th- why in the world would i think that there's a gun going off instead of maybe a bottle of champagne or anything else that can make that kind of noise jeez yeah just absolutely insane well i'm um, glad he's okay i don't know if anyone like got injured or not um, yeah, i didn't look i didn't get a chance to really look into it too much i just saw like yeah. the the basis of the story pretty much mm-hmm. a shout out to him and the other two i believe that helped out yeah and yeah. and honestly like you would think in any random news cycle uh, uh, like any random ufc news cycle that would be the biggest headline of the week and it wasn't even close yeah it kind of got like brushed over by the masvidal and the connor stuff yeah it kind of did it's just even though it's like, like way bigger it's honestly way bigger Oh, 100%. 100%. All right, so we can get into the the London card recap. Um, So how did you end up doing in this one? Uh, Four for four. I don't know how much I was up. I forgot to do the math today. But, uh, you know, a couple bad, like, ones that I probably shouldn't have bet at all, looking back on it. I I actually didn't get to see the card. Um, because of travel and uh, having to go, like, take care of stuff on Saturday, like, during the day for the race. Um, 
But yeah, dude, from what I could tell him, from what I saw, an absolutely electric card. Like, London loves the UFC. They love fighting of any kind. But goddamn, they show out for that shit, especially when they got those, uh, the hometown people fighting. They love it. How'd you do this weekend? I did good. So my official record was six and four. Um, however, it should be five and five on the podcast because I did say Molly McCann by decision and by accident, I put her money line in. Uh, yeah, I had a Which, bad decision too, but hey, uh, wins a win, baby. <laughs> wins a win. So like, yeah, I, I'm totally okay with that. So I ended up a, uh, a 62% return on investment. I don't know exactly what that translates to. Um, as far as the units go, I, I can't remember. Um, Alex, Alex fucking killed it this weekend, didn't he? I have no idea. I, I haven't really asked him about it, but um, since I've started, if you guys haven't, um, have you tried this yet? It's like the the Action Network app. Yeah, yeah the, the boys use it, right? Yeah, I, I love it. Um, it's been really nice for tracking you know, how we've done in this podcast. And mm-hmm. um, I pretty much only track the UFC bets on it. So that way it gives me like a really solid idea of how I did. Um, but I mean, so far I'm, I'm up a good 20, 21, 21 and a half units. You're up. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's good. So, you know, we, I, I'm, I'm thinking about betting more as a unit. Um, but then again, yeah, <laughs> all I need every, is that, I feel like every time we do that, we just start losing. <laughs> uh, yeah. All I need is that, uh, to get a little cocky and then, uh, I get another own seven card. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that though. So no, we don't, we don't uh, have to bet juju. Yeah. So I'm going to go through my bets here. Um, and then you can kind of chime in with any of the, the ones that you picked that I didn't mm-hmm. uh, throw in. So I took Corey McKenna by decision. She lost to Elise Reed. Uh, I took Timor Valive uh, over. I took his money line. I think you and me were talking about that. I had his Jack decision. Shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack Shore ended up beating him. Um, oh, look who's here. Hang on. Oh, there he is. Uh, so I took, uh, I, I I do. I'm glad that he's here now. This is perfect. Uh, Cause we took, we all took Paul Craig by submission. Hell yeah, dude. How can you bet against that guy? We said it last week. <laughs> like he, he was getting smoked. Alex, you there? I told you, it's not even the fucking century. There's like times where like, yeah, yeah. You hear me? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's on his nice phone. Story. He's on his phone. Well, okay, I'm driving back for my fucking project. What do you want me to fucking do? <laughs> and there's echo. And there's echo. Oh, fuck oh, my me. God. Oh, my God. Okay, hold up. Hold up. This is going to be Mike's uh, Mike's constipated Speaker. moment of the week. Maybe the this is my nightmare. Gone. There's two of everyone. <laughs> Great podcasting. Hello? Hello? God damn it, bitch. There we Hello? go. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, yeah no okay, echo cool. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, so my Johnny Gru's on. Uh, Welcome, yeah, so voice, Alex. Yeah, the voice you're hearing is uh, our full time contributor, Alex. How you doing, man? Oh, hello, hello. I, I fine. I'm very fine. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome Thank back you. in. Welcome yeah. back into the podcast. So, uh, we just went over. We're we're going over our London betting recap here. So, oh, yeah. um, like you oh, said, yeah. Paul Craig by submission. Sniper the century. Yeah, I told good, you. 
fucking oh my god that was at least and dude oh my god there's like times on the ground and pound where like the other guy was just fucking fucking him up like he got like a couple hammer fists in i saw fucking paul craig's head hit the fucking mat back of his head hit the back of the mat a couple times i'm like oh my god he's knocked out this guy's dead right now and then oh and and then that oh dude when as soon as he got the submission my entire house erupted I've never been more lit in my life. That was fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you can never call, you can never count out Paul Craig. And like we said, it's always okay. the funnest part of his fights. The funnest part of his fights are when he just randomly pulls it out. Yeah, yeah. pulls a fucking sub out of his ass. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, like literally when I was doing research on Paul Craig and like I saw his previous fights, I just saw him getting rocked. And the next thing you know, he puts him in like an arm triangle. Or, yeah, I put them in a leg triangle or fucking arm bar or some shit like that. And I'm like, holy fuck, that was nuts. And I was like, holy shit. And he's, he's so, f- he's so fast. Position. Yeah, he's so fast. Um, yeah. All right, so the next fight, uh, Makwan Amirakani uh, defeated Mike Grundy. I just took the victory method by submission by either guy. That was also a snipe. Yeah, money line. Yeah, you t- I saw you took Amirakani's money line, so... Um, that was great. And what was that in the first round? I don't know. I can't remember. I remember we said that if Mirakani can pull it out in the first round, he'll win. Um, yeah, I think. And then my loss of the night, like my banging my forehead against the table loss of the night was uh, Ilya Tapura finishing the first round. Yeah, it's a tough one. And he was getting fucked up in the first round, too. Oh yeah, Jai Herbert was laying it on him. He, I think he he scored a knockdown. Yeah, he was fucking up Ilya Tapora, and I was like, I was very nervous. Like I was on the way to one of my jobs, uh, or not my job. It's uh, I was on the way to uh, blind hockey when I was doing it, and I was like watching the fight, and I saw Jai Herbert like fuck him up in the first round. I was like, oh fuck, dude! Like no way, like no fucking way. This is supposed to be the lock of the night. Like this is supposed to be it. And he was just getting pieced. But then he came back in the second round and just smoked him. And I was like, okay, all right. I had nothing to worry about. And I had him by knockouts. So I was very happy with that. Yeah, we all thought that that was going to be the knockout of the night, too. I mean, it kind of was, if I'm going to be honest. Like, that was kind of gross. Like, he was, no, okay, obviously, my in the can was gross, too. Like, uh, you can't, like, I'm not going to say it was the knockout of the night. I, I'll say it was more of, like, a comeback. It was more of an unexpected knockout. You know what I mean? Like, it just kind of came out of left field. Like, I was like, I remember watching it going into the second round. I was like, all right, like Ilya Tapor is going to have to be a little bit more careful this round. Like he's going to have to pick his like spots a little bit better. And he gets him back to against the fence, just smokes him across the face. And Jai Herbert's just fucking lights out. Yeah, that was kind of oh, a scary one. Didn't uh, uh, Mike, you took, you took Tapora by uh so by finish, right? Oh, by sub. Yeah. Pain. There you go. Yeah. Pain. <laughs> Well, I remember because you, you were saying you're like, I'm thinking about taking a by finish, but it's like a minus 260 or something like that. Right? I, I was getting a double chance, I think, not TKO and a sub, but it was like minus 200. I'm like, fuck that. Like, why would I take that? But yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's better than a minus 556 odds. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that was. It's better than the money line. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. So. For the fight that had the knockout of the night, I accidentally said, I said McCann by decision. So that's technically a loss on the podcast, but I accidentally bet McCann money line, like I said. Yeah, um, you lost 
Stop talking. Just stop. Just stop. We can't hear a word you're saying right now. We can't hear a word you're saying. <laughs> Going through Aurora connection cheeks. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we I did a poor job of um, predicting this one, but I mean, honestly, I would I wouldn't mind losing every bet if that's how I lose it. Thanks. Like that was an insane knockout. Like the the spinning elbow. Spinning lead elbow to the face, to the jaw, and then the lights were out before she even hit the canvas. Her eyes were still open. That was the scary part. Oh, it was horrible. Like it in was the back of her head open, not just like regular knocked out. And she was out for a while too, if I remember correctly. No, yeah, I didn't see that yeah. one. Yeah, that was yeah, a like, scary, scary knockout. And yeah, it's the Ooh. ones you don't see that hurt the worst. You you know it's a bad knockout when they're announcing the winners and she's not up there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Or they have like a broken arm or something. It's like the worst case Ontario. <laughs> yes. They're announcing the winner without the without the person they lost standing there. Speaking it's... of which, I mean, we're I know we're gonna talk about this later, but Alex, that's like my biggest fear is we go to this card and we see something absolutely disgusting happen. Dude, if I see a leg break, an arm fucking get like popped out of its socket and just staying there, like we're I'm leaving. Gonna throw up. <laughs> Especially if we got a couple <laughs> brewskis in us, I'm gonna throw up. You got Alexi Olenek <laughs> on the cards, so you might. Yeah. And hey, hey, we got my boy Borshev on there. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We'll we'll we're gonna get to it. We're, we're, we're premature mm. podcasting again. Mm, right, so. I fucking love that man. Sorry. <laughs> the damage. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the damage. Borshev is fucking right, God. That's not Leave. true. That's not true. I'm not. All right. Not so let me drive the boat. Um. So. We we took Patty Pillman by submission. I think that was a bigger snipe than Paul Craig by submission. Both yeah. of them were snipes. Both yeah, they're both snipes. Uh, man, that Patty Pimblett is just, he has like this, before it was like a cult following, but now it's just like everyone in the UFC, everyone who watches fighting loves the guy. Like I, I was yeah. watching with my roommates. And they were like, who is this fucking seventh grader fighting? He's hilarious. <laughs> He's got the same haircut I had. <laughs> Dude, like, imagine, like, your first fight in the UFC. Like, you're coming up. Like, you don't really know Patty the Batty. You see this bull cut fucker, like, walk up to you. You're just like, oh, dude, this is fucking money in the bank. And then you just get knocked out by him. Like, imagine the embarrassment getting knocked out by a dude with a fucking bull cut like Patty the Batty has. Even even better, like he'd be like a guy you look at at a bar, and like he's starting shit or something like that, and you're like, I can fucking take this guy, <laughs> especially when he's fatty, the baddie. Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, he's he's a hundred and ninety five pound patty, the baddie, yeah. which like he you, probably is right now. <laughs> probably, but like you you look at the guy and you're like, that's the least him and like Ryan Hall might be like the least intimidating fighters I've ever seen. He just looks like a guy that has a fun time. Like he doesn't look like a fighter in any sense of the board. No, but he's a Stausa. He doesn't get knocked out. Yeah, I'm a Stausa. I don't get knocked out. With Stausas, we don't get knocked out. Fucking love that guy. He's got the barstool boost too. Like they all love oh, him. Which oh, did in, you guys in get our the, world uh, did helps you get the hoodie, Mike? Did you get the hoodie? No, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was like that knockout. Like there's a promo. Yeah, there's a promo where like you pay a hundred dollars on it. 
you either get a, a patty the batty hoodie or like you you get like a shit ton of money for the knockout. Well, he didn't get the knockout. So get well, he didn't get the knockout, but you got a cool hoodie that says Patty the Batty on it, which is sick. That would have been pretty cool. Probably not a $100 hoodie. I Mike's got the pit. Fuck me. Mike's got the pit vipers on. These are my race glasses. <laughs> They're all sweaty. Forgot about that. So you know, I, the I pit saw vipers actually suit you, Mike. I'm going to be honest. They kind of suit Thank you. you. Thank you. It's, it's with the, uh, the Paul Felder stash with the mullet. That really benefits you. I'm going to go yes. get it redone, I think, next week. Oh, did we talk about Mike's uh, marathon? Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, you're way behind, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Here. While, while Alex is... asked, I have one more minor detail. Um, so, Friday night, I tweaked my neck, and I ran the entire race, like, slouched over in fucking keeling pain. And there's a picture of me before the race laying down, on my back, it's just in sheathing pain. I'm like, what <laughs> the hell? Like, I slept funny. I slept funny. And I, like, fucked my whole neck up. And now it's into my back and shoulder and lat. Like, I'm 25. How the fuck does this happen to me? Anyway, last detail on the race. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Where can so I see back these to- photos? I'll send it to you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Maybe that, that might be the picture of the episode. <laughs> just me laying down in the middle of a park in brooklyn like yeah try trying not to like cry before i go and like have to pee in another disgusting porta potty before we start homeless half marathon mike <laughs> yeah i'd also last last note i did not shit my pants so fuck yes no what the fuck mike it's okay i got a chafed nipple that's enough okay <laughs> I don't want to see that. I'm not going to show it to you. It's pretty much okay. gone by now. Why not? <laughs> Whip it out. Whip it out. You want to be able to tell. You want to be able to tell. All right, go okay. ahead. Go so ahead. back to the card. <laughs> so- <laughs> Good God, this is chaos. <laughs> it always, always is. Chaos. When Alice comes on, the podcast goes from like being very like structured and we have like an outline made and then alice comes on and the whole thing just goes to like random places damn straight fuck yeah <laughs> sorry let's all right keep so sorry, there sorry, was sorry. A, a report that patty Pimlet was only paid twelve thousand dollars for that fight like think about that that's, that's absolutely the fight insane. Bonus? i don't know yeah without the fight bonus. yeah it's gotta be without but still well he did it's didn't insane. he say like and he obviously deserves more money, and he will. But, like, I'm not going to fight ranked guys for 12K, but I'll fight whoever you put in front of me for 12K. If you want me to move up, like, you better pay me better. Which is yeah, kind of the I same thing that Sean O'Malley is doing, except he gets I don't, paid more. I, I really don't hate that. I don't hate no, that no. at all. I don't, I don't hate it either. But I did hate it when it was Sean O'Malley. That's <laughs> because you don't like Sean O'Malley. Oh, no, no. I've come around to him. I've come around to him. How do you not like Sean O'Malley? I just said I came around to him. Okay, but it's not even not on his like card. It's not even like, on I his know car. his face like kind of cans, but like, like still, it's like the, he's electric. He's not on I his think card, it was... and he's not on the one in London. We don't have to get into it. Keep okay. going. All right, all right, that's fine. That's fine. I, oh my God, the Gonzaga's gonna lose. Um, fuck yes, I bet Arkansas, baby. Go Razorbacks. I was at the fucking. I was at Aurelio's bar. Three TVs up. And all three TVs had the same game. I, like, asked, like, 20 different times, like, hey, like, I got money on the fucking 
Dallas Carolina game. Can you put that on? Like, yeah, sure. They put it on, and then like two minutes later, some fucking old fucker comes in who wishes he could play basketball. It's like, hey, can you put on the Gonzaga game? I'm like, it's already had two other fucking TVs, jackass. Like, fucking just watch one of those, you old fuck. You old decrepit shit. Like, go fuck off. Like, dude, like I'm trying to make some money here, watch the fucking Dallas game, and you're just like shitting all over that. Like, there's three big TVs next to a bar. Fucking watch one of them. Like, don't just change the channel. And I was like, so mad. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's not a hard concept. Turn your head, asshole. It's Alex's angry moment this week. Not mine. Fuck, dude. Just trying to make a little extra dough before the fucking card. These assholes are like, all right, I got like, dude, your car, your fucking, your brackets busted. Suck my dick. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay. And that's Alex's angry moment of the week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's it. I, I, all right. So let's get back to the March Let's get back to the London car. Arnold Allen lost or defeated Dan Hooker. Go ahead. I took Hooker's money line. You guys took Allen's money line. Fuck you guys. Took, no, I actually lost. Double chance cyber points. Fucker knocked oh. him off. Yeah. Wait, yeah. how did you guys feel about the stop? I didn't get to see it. It was it was well it worth was, it. There is, it was dude, worth it. Fucking, dude, yeah, fucking. What's okay. like, dude, Hooker was getting pieced up that entire fight. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of saw that a little bit of the end of it. I was like, I don't know how how hurt was he, so I wanted to ask you guys. It was, it was electric. They started going right at it right away, like touch gloves Mm -hmm. straight into it. He he rocked at Allen in the first, right? Yeah, I think he he um he scored a knockdown actually at one point. Either that or he slipped. Arnold Allen claimed that Michael Bisping was eating a um what are they called a chip buddy, which is a British sandwich. With fries on it and butter. <laughs> so he's and dripping called, butter into the cage. And he, said, the and he said he he dripped butter out of the cage and he stepped in it and slipped. <laughs> <laughs> I and fucking love chip, English people, dude. Holy they're called shit. chip buddies, dude. These people conquered the world for spices and then determined that the spices were too spicy and said, "Fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> They, they end every sentence with a question. No, that's I thought that was Eastern European people. That's it's England too. Oh, it's a, uh, top of the morning, isn't it? <laughs> or, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Top of the morning is that? You want to change the channel on the telly? Eh? <laughs> that's Canadian. Or yeah, yeah? they always say yeah. yeah at the end of it. Yeah, I guess. Yes. But these, Arkansas these, baby. These dudes also. Uh, they also eat beans for breakfast, so. Yeah, that's yeah who the weird. fuck eats breakfast beans? Like, what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> we I don't, don't even eat I beans always, normally. I always say, like, watching these, uh, like, watching these British guys fight, I'm like, can you imagine getting into a fight with a guy at a bar or something like that, and this guy knocks you out and then calls you bruv? <laughs> <laughs> That'd just be embarrassing. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, I, I sucked you a good one, bro. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but hey, you know, all, all respect to the British Fires. I'm yeah, they I, shut I'm, out. There's there's so many good ones, and I think that there's this card shows that I think there's gonna be another British fighter champion or British champion at some point again. Um I'm not sure who it's gonna be. 
Uh, I think Tom Aspinall. Yeah, I mean, Tom Aspinall is definitely the closest, and it seems like he has the best chance. So um, that's a perfect segue into the, the, the main event of the night. Uh, Tom Aspinall defeated Alexander Volkov. Um, was it by a submission? Yeah, sub. By sub. It was so by it double was, chance sub or TKO. Weird, first time I've ever seen that submission, by the way. That was cool. Kimura? Yeah, so like what he did, he's like straight. He had him pretty much like completely flat. Oh, I saw the sub. Yeah, and I'm he's surprised s- that's the first time you've seen it. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen an arm lock like that. Uh, Islam did it to Hooker. Was that a was that a was yeah. that a Kamara lock or an Americana? Uh, I'd have to rewatch it. God damn it! When was the last time we saw an Americana? If it was, it wasn't an Americano because, like, what he did, he's like he flattened off, he flattened like his arm out, like his body out completely, and he had his hand like this, and he put his out, like he put his hand under his elbow and like put pressure on the elbow while Maybe pulling his front go like that arm down. No, was like it, it was like uh, it was like he was literally like flat was, like this. If it was up, he had him like this and put the elbow up while pushing the forearm down. If the okay. elbow was pointed at his waist, it's an Americana. He didn't have the elbow pointed anywhere. It wasn't like this or like it wasn't like this or like this. It was like this. It was literally flat. Yeah, but that's I think by definition because his elbows facing towards his feet or something. It like might that, have been a Kamara with the arm but, straight out. Well, because Buffer said at the end of the fight, he said that it was an arm lock. Yeah, it wasn't why, a very it definitely wasn't like either one of them in a very traditional sense. So no, but it was yeah. cool. That was like the first time I've ever seen like an, a submission like that before. At least that I can recollect. Like, but that was awesome. That was cool. Yeah, that was. Um, and then I I kind of threw together a very last minute parlay with like some really heavy favorites. So I took uh Muhammad Makaev. Sergey Pavlich and Ilya Tapura by par uh, in a uh, a strictly money line parlay. I think it was like a minus one ten even after a three leg, uh, but I wasn't really I, I wasn't digging the uh, the uh, method of victory for any of them. Um, and, and I thought that Ilya Tapura was going to be like the easiest one of all of them. He was the scariest. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Why do I feel like him and Patty fight the same way? Like they both. Got rocked and then came back. <laughs> hey man, don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Both of them undefeated. Uh, both of them undefeated, undisputed. Uh, undefeated. Number one pound for pound lightweight in the world. <laughs> okay, so that that kind of uh, that'll round out a recap of the hold on, London hold on, card. hold on. Oh, oh, wait. Did yeah. you, oh wait, no, no, no. Wait. So we have a recap of Mike's hard main card. Mike's hard main card. Let's fucking go. Mike's rock hard main card. Rock hard main card. (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) Brought to you by penis pills. See, let's go through this. Speaking of penis pills, sorry, I have to interrupt you. So one of my buddies, one of my roommates, okay, we went to a dispensary, right? It was like his 21st birthday. So he went to the dispensary. We hit it up, right? So they're doing a deal on like those THC pills, right? And like my roommate, he was just like, oh yeah. Like, you know, like he's like, it's like $5. It's like, they're such as giving it away. Like it was like five, $10. And it was like, it's about like, it's not a lot of THC in each pill. So whatever. It's not that big of a deal. He gets home. He brings it to us and it says on the side in big letters, 
for arousal <laughs> on the fucking thing. And he's like, yeah, like, I didn't even want to get these. And I'm like, well, I guess you're just impotent because, you know, you just need some dick pills or some shit like that. Roommate tried them. He just said he passed out. Like, he literally, it's not even a dick pill. So a terrible dick pill. Just for, just, just for saying, like, if you go to Verilife, North Aurora Road, and you ask for the arousal pills, don't work. They just knock you out, apparently. So don't get dick pills from Verilife. Probably get a wet dream. Yeah, maybe he was fucking rock hard the entire night, fucking in the bed, just like bricked up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, I had to get that story out of the way. No, no, that's, that's funny. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So that, uh, that's actually, that's also another perfect transition to our non UFC news because, Alex, I wanted to wait until you were here to talk about these things. Um, yeah, so we didn't get to the we, main card. Oh, the the rock hard main card. I'm all, all right. right, right. right. This is what happens when Alex joins the podcast, man. (laughs) Obviously, I picked all the winners, and the winners: Ilya Topora, Molly McCann, Gunnar Nelson, Patty Pimblett, Arnold Allen, and uh, Tom Aspinall. Fucking, what is that now? The second time out of like five. Anyway, it's gonna fucking hit again this this weekend. So stay tuned. Go ahead on to the next Mike's main card hard. Mike's hard main card parlay. Invest. Stop pounding the desk. You. Your mic picks it up. Sorry. Come on. I kind of meant it to, to be honest. Well, with professional you. podcasters. Sure. Why don't you act like it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get into the weird news. <gasps> okay, so so we uh, you know how it, it's kind of been a new thing now where we like, kind of like to inject a little bit of a. A little bit of weird news in here because it kind of breaks apart the, uh, the the whole analysis of it. Um, so we're going to play Name That State again. Okay. So, Alex, are you, are you in on this one, too? Are you still here? Yeah, sorry. I just had a coughing fit. My bad. Oh, Jesus Quit. Christ. Good cough button. Good use. Yeah. yeah. Stop hitting right. Stop hitting that boof-ass pen you got. Fuck you. Suck my dick. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> sorry, my brother. I can't today. say that. I can't hey, say guess that. Guess that state. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Alex, you're violent today. Um, what do you mean? You were just screaming about an old man, dude. That guy's an asshole, dude. Right. He just kept like fucking changing it. Like, what the fuck? Like, suck my dick, dude. Like, I'm trying to watch some hockey. Like, <laughs> fuck March Madness. Gonzaga's losing. Your bracket's busted. Get fucked, idiot. Like, that's all I gotta say. Razorbacks, baby. Let's call right. Kansas. Right, you guys no. already know this by the time you hear this. Um. All right, so we're going to, like I said, we're going to play name that state. All right, so blank man caused police to check whether his meth is authentic. He was afraid his meth was uh, laced with something else. Mississippi. Uh, Georgia. Just for, for, you know, just because the Masters are coming up, I got to shout Georgia, too. So, Georgia. We're going to go Georgia. Final answers, guys? Yes. Florida man calls whether his stereotypical one authentic. I I thought for sure that would have been – I thought for sure you guys would have been on top of that. Well, so I wanted – I I thought about Florida, but I'm like, you know what? It can't be. Like, it would be too obvious. Yeah, Florida man's just, like, always doing whack-ass shit. Like, Florida man – Geographically – Alex was closer, so give him the win on this one. <laughs> no, you guys need neither of you guys get the no, win. You guys are o- <laughs> you guys are both over. I'm trying to give him credit for something here. Jeez, <laughs> no, you can't almost be in Florida. Oh, oh, sorry. Just to kind of backpedal a little bit. Your pick for Miley McCann. 
by decision lost me $700. They didn't actually lose me. Like, I would have just won the $700 instead. But I, but, but, but what the fuck, make, man? Make your own picks, man. No, what I you know. You want from me? No, I know. Yeah. I know. No, I know. I, I do apologize. Remember, because last episode we confirmed that you're a piggyback picker? No, Mike's the piggyback. No, sometimes I asked you for your opinion. Yeah. I wasn't the piggyback. You just said that yeah. I steal I'm the only sources. goddamn original guy here. You said I steal sources, and I, you're not the only original guy here. So lick my nuts. So violent. <laughs> or be challenged. <laughs> okay, so you want to talk about the next challenge that's been coming across? Um, it's been sweeping the nation via TikTok. It's the Orby challenge where you put Orby, you know, those little like oh gel God, yeah. pellets. Paintballs, right? And paintball guns? Yeah, you no, put them no. in paintball guns and you oh, shoot oh. them at people. What and the it's fuck? like fucking, pe- it's like, well, you don't shoot them at like random people. You shoot them at like your friends and stuff. Yeah. And it's just fucking people up. Like these yeah, little gel pellets. Yeah, there's like a little kid and like somewhere who like had like a bruised, like it was like a cut eye or some shit like that. And he had like Probably fucking Florida. giant bruises all over his face or some dumb shit like that. I was like, oh my God, dude. Like, Imagine getting ripped. We were stupid when we were little, but I don't think we were that stupid. Probably because we didn't have access to these videos. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I I, I like because that's my argument for like people who are like kids these days are really stupid and like all that. And like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Like, you were really stupid when you were a kid too. You just didn't have the internet around to expose yourself to really stupid shit. We kind of had the internet, but like by the time Twitter came out and most of Facebook, we were all. Oh, me and Andrew were probably in high school already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, by the time, by the time that first iPhone came out, we were, we sound so fucking old. When, when that came out, first of all, no one could afford it. But not like, even that. Time, like everyone wanted a goddamn slide phone. Nobody the, wanted the, a, oh, the Razor. The fucking Verizon Razor, baby. I didn't have one, but I wish I did. You guys are old. I don't remember this shit. I was like 11 when this shit came out. My parents wouldn't even let me have a phone yet. (laughs) I didn't have a phone yet either. Now these fuckers get it at like six years old. Yeah, Yeah, and it's got a full camera. It's got internet abilities. It's fucked up. Yeah, dude. Some of the kids I fucking coach for hockey, like cooking me for my phone. And I'm like, dude, like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not fucking made of money here. Like, what do you want from me? man? like, sorry, I got to pay for this shit. Yeah, exactly. It It doesn't help you coach in the darian hinsdale area nah, it wasn't yeah. even darian it was geneva no, well, that's, too, that's st charles <laughs> yeah I'll be like dude like the kid like at the time it was like the iphone like the iphone 10 just came out i still had, like my iphone 5s kids like you still have a fingerprint i'm like dude fuck you like what the fuck i still have a fucking fingerprint yeah, i was like, dude, like st- phone for three years Give like, fuck. Dude, fuck you dude like what the hell man in all fairness i said to people all the time like yeah no yeah. fucking home button, baby. Yeah. I'm technologically advanced. Yeah. It's okay. No. The yeah. government doesn't have my face, even though they do. <laughs> they 100% do. You just ran a marathon. No, I know. I know. That, that's marathon. my joke that I say that they already have it. <laughs> no. Jeez, no, the Orby yeah. challenge. What the fuck is that? No, those dude? little kids are ruthless, bro. As childish. What, what's more? What honestly, Glover said. 
the little kids are just like tiny little hitlers like they're just they just they're just fucking assholes no that's not true i'm just joking no i i just like stealing that content from um what's i want to ask you guys what do you think is more dangerous the orby challenge or the tide pod challenge the tide pod yeah okay that's what i was leaning towards too tide pods actually made with fatal chemicals yeah Yeah. like i just did laundry today like i'd never in my life ever think i would eat a tide pod I mean, if you're like no. two years old and you see someone colorful and it looks kind of yeah, like, probably, probably looks like a little like looks. But like we a- had real detergent back in the day. <laughs> yeah, the one you had to pour on top of the lug. I couldn't even reach that shit when I was a child. It was too high, and I'm short. <laughs> yeah, and you got to fill it to that line, but that, yeah, that line, the line it's, yeah, it's not a suggestion. You only fill it to that line. You put any more, <laughs> you're a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, when I was little and I started doing laundry, I thought if I filled over the line, it would like overflow in the washer. I thought that too. Like I thought it would just like the washer would like like in those cartoons would just like spark yeah, like, like you know like with the dish coming out the laundry room. Yeah, like, what the fuck? You're like, oh my god, it's sunning everywhere. Ah, <laughs> like I was always afraid like I was gonna get fucking my parent like my parents were gonna be pissed at me if I fucking did that shit. Dude, some guys, some guys in college. We're storing laundry detergent underneath the sink for some reason. So they put one of those Tide, like a generic Tide brand Tide pod in the dishwasher and they oh, flooded Jesus. the entire kitchen. Oh, like, that- why would you store that under the sink? You, no, you don't. <laughs> That's just logic. <laughs> if it's laundry detergent, you don't put it under the sink. So, like, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really understand not that a smart at all. Call. Like, no. <laughs> ooh, ooh. That's our and, that, and that's of, our those are our future engineers and financers. So yeah, congrats. <laughs> Real quick, speaking of college, uh, congrats to our buddy Greeny. We got married this past weekend. Uh great guy. Miss him, but congrats. Congratulations. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to him. If, if um, he ever hears this, <laughs> I don't think he will. <laughs> no, it's okay though. I still want to shout out. All three of our listeners are going to appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So. That's uh that'll do it for our kind of a weird news. Um, Ooh, I do have a constipated moment if we want to go through that. I, 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 you were saying you did it, but I'm all yours. Uh, so, this so is uh, it, it's not like an actual angry moment, but um, I had some poop problems this weekend. I could not go until Saturday night, and then when we got done on Sunday, it was non stop for like 48 hours. And I'm finally like back to normal. <laughs> well, you know what they say, like when you can't, when the dog can't, like when the dog won't poop, you just take it on a walk. Yeah, I it was it was bad. You know, like the toilet's too high. Um, you know, the toilet paper is one ply. Like I can't go in those conditions. So I, you know, and then it's Sunday, shitting in New York City public restrooms is terrifying and always not enough room. But yeah, that's my constipated moment of the week. <laughs> Literal <laughs> constipation. <laughs> Presented by uh, uh, Guy Wipes, because Dude Wipes <laughs> won't pay me. Not yet. <laughs> Sponsored by Wipes that are made by dudes and for dudes. Yes, sir. Dude Wipes. Wait. Already. No way, not Dude Wipes. Fuck. Oh, God. Pay us. No free ads. Pay us. But also, we kind of just gave him a free ad. But pay us. Pay us now. Like, Write retroactively. Right meow. Right meow. All right. No, so, right let's get into the Columbus card. Um, 
we'll start with the prelims. Alex, you and I are going to be going to this one. Um, let's just let's, let's talk about that, dude. Like, I am so excited for this. Like, this is like one of the most lackluster cards that I think the UFC has put together this year, and I am juiced for this. See, you say that, but like, also at the same time, like we've said that before about other cards, where we like kind of thought like, all right, like, yeah, there's some names on here that we know, but it's not like really anything like special and those cards end up being bangers like you know what i'm saying like i mean i like i don't know like okay santos and Ankalev. like i know we didn't really talk about that one i didn't really know a ton of the guys on this card for a sense like i knew i knew some of them i didn't know all of them but like, all right this should this should be an okay card and it was a good card i, I thoroughly enjoyed santos and Ankalev. i thought that was a really good one uh I'm trying to think of other ones that were like previous cards that like I kind of like look back on and see if I liked them or not. That's true. Uh, but I, my, my fear is this is going to turn into a, uh, what was it? The Tate Vieira card. Yeah, that one did suck. That one was not fun. I don't, I, I I'm going to be honest. Like I don't, it sucks so bad that I remember watching it, but I couldn't tell you a single fight on that actual card. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I probably couldn't even like recollect any of those fights on that card, really. No, no. So like, I mean, it could, it very well could. I mean, but I don't know. Like, okay, I think my only concern on this one is, is the main card. I'm really nervous. I know we're. I'm not trying to. I don't want to spoil whatever we're talking about later. I'm a little nervous about the main card itself, or not the main card, the main event itself. Because of Dawkins and Blades. And plus, since we had such a banger one lined up with fucking Jan Blahovic and Rakic, I was pumped for that one. Pumped. I would love I wanted to see a former champ out on there, out on the floor, and that would have been sick. But I mean, you know, obviously things had to change because he had to cancel, whatever and shit happens, you know. But Maybe it's because like it's that, but I was really like I'm a little nervous about this Dacus Blades card or this Dacus Blades fight. Like I, I think it might be. A, I'm afraid it might be a little boring. I hope it's not. It's it literally what I have it written down as. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's caption Russell fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I I don't know I'm a little nervous and then the co-main is also like yeah maybe maybe it's good maybe it's yeah. not you you never know like so it's just I'm yeah it, it should be interesting. All right, so well, let's oh, get into the prelims. Sorry, real, real quick. You guys are going. I'm very excited for both of you. It should be a lot of fun, no matter what happens. I imagine oh, a great yeah. environment in Columbus, Ohio, Lee's favorite state in the world. We don't have to talk about that, all right? No, like, no, but still, yeah, I'm very excited we for have, you guys. We have listeners in Ohio, so I love you guys. So The only thing I don't like about Ohio is Ohio State. <laughs> that, that's facts. That's not, that's not, I don't think that's a, I think they're very, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people from Ohio or go Ohio state, but I could be wrong. Yeah. No, you are right. Yeah. Every time I go to Cincinnati, I get hurt. So well, it's just luckily, not, we're not going to Cincinnati. So knock on wood, not bread. bread. All right. So let's, let's get into the prelim picks. That was a bit of a stall. So Mike could go pee. Um, Sorry. All right. So. First pick of the night, I'm going to take Luis Saldana uh, by decision over Bruno Souza. Um, I think Saldana possesses a lot more striking advantages over um, over Souza, and mm. the biggest one being pace. Um, Souza is a very 
Uh, he has like a karate kind of style to him, but as we've seen guys who use karate, they can kind of try and be a little too picky at times. Um, and really the only advantage I see that Souza possesses is his gas tank. But since he doesn't really push the pace, um, how's you supposed I'd, to get him tired? Right. How you like it? it does, stylistically, it just doesn't seem to match up very well for Souza. So I'm going to take Saldana by decision plus 180. With double chance at TKO sub. I think Souza wow. gets hit way too much. So I could be ending early. So you're finding you, you, you think there's going to be a finish then? Yeah, I'm gonna go for a finish. I'm getting real bold with my picks this week, just because we had a, I had a good week last week. <laughs> Time to it's piss it all away. It's gonna backfire, but if I can... <laughs> uh, no, 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 Mike, we already said this. We're making you money on this, so we could throw it away in March Madness. That's what I did last week. I lost all of it because fucking underdogs refused to win. Fuck March Madness. Sorry. Unless you, unless you pick St. Peter's. I don't want to go Cox, baby. Um, all right. So the next fight, I'm going to take David Dvorak uh, decision plus 140 over Matthews Nicolau. Matthias. Yeah. The Matthias house. Nicolau. Yeah. The house and me also has David Dvorak too. So yeah. I mean, have my decision. I actually, I, do we have him by decision? No. Yeah. We don't have him by decision. We just had his money line and we're going to parlay it into later fights. I'll tell you more about that when we get. Yeah, I think Dvorak does such a good job with uh, his pressure. Um, he's very quick on the feet, and he, he has a really good takedown defense, which is gonna, really going to come in handy against Nikolau. Um, and I think he's just going to outpace and, and outvalue him for a decision. No, I don't have anything on this one. Alex, you said that you guys are you guys just took straight money line? Yeah, we took a straight money line. We have it in a parlay. Um Again, we'll get a little further on later on. But, uh, yeah, I, I've i heard of Dvorak before. I I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, I kind of remember Nickel or Mateus or Mateus or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. But uh, I remember him because he was in, I think it was, uh, what was his last, last card? He faced uh, Elliot, Tim Elliot, right? His name was? Or it was Tim Elliott, wasn't it? I can't remember. Um, and that went to decision. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I have. I'm going strictly for this one. I'm going just with my t- my house. Like I didn't really have a reason for this one. I wasn't even going to touch this one. But uh, yeah, I kind of went with Dvorak because the house went with Dvorak. To be honest with you. So all right, yeah, I like it. it. Um, so Mike, I, I, I didn't have a pick for this one, but. Um, Jennifer Maya and Manon Ferrat are gonna go. Um, yeah, Manon Ferrat. Another bold prediction here. I'm gonna go throughout uh, TKO KO, baby. I also have that too. Yeah, fuck it, dude. She, uh, has, a, she has like all of her wins are by knockout, except for like two, uh, yeah, two that are like, she's, and she's ridiculous, dude. Like, I don't know why, I'd, like, she's just such a heavy favorite, so there's no value in picking her to win. Obviously, Jennifer Maya has fought for a title. Fantastic, but I think Man Manion. I want. I want to say it's Manion. Right? Manion. Manion. She's definitely superior on the feet. Maya might be able to take her down, but like, and then again, Maya doesn't really take into the ground that much. Like, she might yeah. get taken down and use that, but I. And she's primarily a striker. 
Yeah, she's a quarter of a takedown per three rounds. Yeah, so I, I have a lot of faith in uh, the French woman striking. I, I'm gonna, just going to stop pr- trying to pronounce her name because I'm going to butcher it. Um, but, yeah, I, honestly, it's probably going to be her coming out fight in my mind. You know, she's ranked 13th. She's a heavy favorite. She gets a, a nice decisive win, catapult her into the top five. Yeah, she is on a two-fight win streak or three-fight three, three fight win streak right now. So, mm-hmm. um, hoping to keep that train rolling. Uh, so, we'll go to the next fight. Uh, Alisa Khabib. Alisa 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 Yeah, that might be it. Alisa Ooh, with a little Alishka. bit of like, uh, you threw a little pizzazz in there, man. <laughs> a little, uh, what do they, what do they call it? You've been, you've been, you've been watching a lot of, uh, a lot of Habib. Habib. <laughs> yes, I guess. <laughs> Every video where I got where Habib is talking, I listen. I don't know why. That's I was just... thinking about this. I was thinking about this. Like he speaks such good English for like where he's from and all that. Like all those guys, they don't speak like any English. Yeah, no. His is so impressive, honestly. Um, anyways. So what I, that guy, uh Kiz Kizrev. 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 Is that how you say? Kizrev. This is a struggle. And then Denis T- Tululian? <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> This is, this is your nightmare. This is where we need the what phonetics. A, what a nightmare. I should have just fucking... I should have deleted this because, like, even when I made this pick, I was like, okay, Kazarev by submission at minus 120. That's and what I have to. Next to it, I put meh. So, like, I should have just deleted <laughs> this one because, like, the value's not there. I can't say the goddamn names. <laughs> yeah, I, I also have Alice Cobb. Alice Cobb. I have him by submission in a parlay, and that's also parlayed with uh, Menon uh, Ferrat uh, for knockout, and then uh, with uh, with the uh, shit shit. Sorry, I have to get back to my bets. My bet my my app just logged me off for some reason. Sorry. And right, so uh, well, work. Okay, so while, while Alex is figuring that out, um, so Kurt. Kareev's debut in the Dana White Contender Series in 2020, he finished his fight in 50 seconds, and he's pretty much done this throughout his entire career. Um, he's found ways to finish easily inside the first round. Um, and he steps, and the other guy, Denis T, he's going to step in on short notice. Um, he's definitely more of like the bite down and throw kind of a fighter um, who's going to struggle with guys who are very physically strong and who are good technical wrestlers. Um, so I think even though Denise chin does hold up well on the ground in previous fights that I've watched, um, I, I do see, uh, Kree finding something. I do. These names are fucking impossible. I don't know how, and it, I don't know how, I don't understand how fucking wait, hold on. I don't understand how John Anik does this. Hold it's on. incredible. Because he's paid to do it. It's like yes, why, why does the UFC have a different name? Uh-oh. Well, my, my app's not saying a different name. No, it's when I click on the UFC.com. It, everything else is showing that it's, it's Dennis. Or Denise. Denis. Denis. Sorry. But yeah, go ahead. Roll with it. Sorry. My mistake. All right. So, um, so I think that at some point, 
we're going to see a submission um, in this fight. Uh, and I don't know, Alex, you, you agree, Mike, did you have a pick on this one? I do not know. I, yeah, I just saw like the two submission losses from on Denise part from dudes. I've really never even heard of uh, this other guy and he's a big stand-up guy. Uh, the other guy is like pretty evenly split. Uh, Denise, the guy that gets submitted for his two, for some of his losses. Uh, and the, the other guy, uh, Ali Skab, he, he's a split, like he's undefeated. He has pretty much split stats for knockout and uh, submissions. So like, I figured that he probably doesn't want to stand a bang with this guy. Cause this dude just only knocks people out and he'll probably want to bring it to the ground. So that's just kind of my reasoning for it. Like, it's like, just, you know, MMA math, I guess. I know yeah. I mean, work, but. it definitely makes, it makes the most sense. And honestly, when you see a minus one twenty in a method of victory, um, Vegas definitely knows what they're doing. So it, uh, it does show that that's definitely going to be the most likely outcome. Um, all right, so next fight, we have Chris Gutierrez and Batagril Dena. I think that's how you say it. He's from Mongolia, so I have no idea if I said that right. Um, so I think Gutierrez is styled. shredded. Holy fuck. What, Gutierrez? Who? Uh, Dena. Oh. Yeah. They're um, both shredded. The fuck. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, there's not too many guys that have uh, – Alex, what, what, is, what did you say? The uh, He's built – like a uh, like a, a bag uh, of milk about Chris Dacus. Yeah, he's fucking built like a bag of milk. Fucking Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. I know that's mean, but like, dude, like, like he's also another one of those guys. Like, yeah, he's a big, like, tall dude. But like, if you're the same height as him and you were like to go up to him in a bar and see him, like, I could probably knock this dude out. It's just got a fucking barrel on him. Like, uh, this fucking this dude looks like it's like because it looks like shit. Like, it just doesn't look like a UFC fighter. I, it's uh, there's no reason to be mad at him for it because there's other people that are like that for sure. I mean, this dude's just have fucking barrels on him, but like this dude just got like just saggy everywhere. You know, it's just I, it's just not a good look. I mean, if you look at his photo on Share Dog, he looks like the most unathletic motherfucker in the world. Like, I'm not even joking you. Like, it is like it it is an embarrassing photo of Chris Doc. They could have picked so many other ones. No beard, nothing. He's just like this baby faced dude who's just like fat and chunky. Not a good look. Not a good look. Sorry. Okay. So went off. off I think off. back to this fight. I think Gutierrez is gonna have is gonna be a big problem for Dana, who's gonna look to pressure. Um, Dana is going to. I think the key to Gutierrez's victory is gonna be keep the kind of keep this fight at a slower pace. Um, and mm-hmm. I think he's gonna do that well with octagon control. His footwork's really nice. Um, and then his his big. I think his big weapon that I, I look for him to use is going to be his very powerful leg kicks. Every fight I watched him, his leg kicks really stood out to me. And, and especially when that's the one thing that the pandemic has afforded us is like the audio of these fights mm-hmm. is it's awesome. Cause you can hear, you can truly hear how hard certain shots are. You can hear them talking to one another. Um, but it, watching some of these, you can hear his leg kicks like snap off. And it, I think that's, that's, I mean, that's gotta be a wrestler's like worst nightmare. Oh yeah. No, it is. <laughs> Especially if you can't get a, like your, your lead leg to shoot in for a takedown. You know what I mean? Like every wrestler has their preferable dominant leg, just like every fighter. But thinking about like having to take a shot on a bum leg 
terrifying. All right, yeah, so um, we'll go to the, I don't know if, did, I was going to jump ahead to. I, I, uh, have, I forgot. Which I one do you have next? Oh, uh, did you want to? This is great. Um, okay, so I, Mike, I you wanted Carl to talk Rosa about. By decision on this one. You What yeah. do you have? Carl Rosa by decision. Yeah, I have the same thing. Yeah. Carol? Yeah, what did you say, I Carl? I said, I said Carl for some reason. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> Carol? Carol Rosa by submission. <laughs> This is probably McMahon's last fight. Like submission or decision? Decision. Okay. I say submission. I'm sorry. Yeah. The second decision. 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 I meant yes. to say decision. Sorry. Uh, Sarah, this is like Sarah McMahon's probably last fight. Like she's probably retiring after this. She's getting older. Like she's probably on her way out. Doesn't like, I, I don't really see her winning this. I mean, granted her last like loss was to like Juliana Pena, who's currently the champion right now to buy like submission. And, like, obviously those don't really add up in the sense of, like, that. But, like, I don't know. Like, this girl doesn't really get uh, – Rosa doesn't really get a lot of, like – her last four fights ended in fucking, like, decision. Like, I just don't think, like, she's going to put – I don't think she's going to put the McMahon away. I just don't. Yeah. She has the ability to keep it on the feet, too. Like, her t- takedown defense is incredible. We know Sarah McMahon's wrestling pedigree. But, you know, you could stop that by throwing the volume of punches that – Rosa has, you know, along with your good takedown defense. So I, I'm looking at her for her to pair that, get a nice decision for the boys. Yeah, and yeah. I, I and I don't think Rosa. I mean, Rosa does have two submissions under her belt too, two submission wins. So like, I mean, she's not like a bomb on the ground either. So I can't imagine that yeah. it would be too bad if she if they do end up on the ground at all. You know, so. See the the thing that scared me away from betting this one was that. Um, I mean, obviously McMahon is getting older and she is fading a little bit, but like every once in a while she comes out and looks like the Olympian that we saw however many years ago. Yeah. Like sometimes she just pulls, like she just has maybe like one every like couple fights. She just has an incredible fight where she just dominates whoever's in front of her. And she's a title challenger. She was a former, she's a former title challenger for a reason. I mean, she, she showed in the past and obviously she is 41, but she was a former Olympic wrestler. And sometimes that comes back. Sometimes that comes mm-hmm. back to her. And it's, I, I was just, I was too afraid. Wasn't yeah. this a no, short notice fight for her too, though? Oh, no, that was uh, men and Farad. That was a short notice. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Jennifer Maya. Never mind. My mistake. I don't know, though, so, but she's only fought like in the past two years, she's only fought twice. And prior to that, she her last fight prior to the COVID year was in 2018 and 2017, which are both losses. Like, I just don't see her like, yeah, she can come out and surprise you and just like fucking and like seem like her old self. But like also at the same time, like she she's getting older and she hasn't had a lot of fight volume in the last like couple years. Like, I just don't see this like going in her favor. Well, yeah, yeah I could I could totally understand that, too. Um all right, so we'll, we'll go into the featured prelim bout. Uh, Neil Magny against Max Griffin. I'm going to take Magny by decision. Um, I think this is going to come off. I think this is going to be kind of like a, a really, like a signature Magny performance where he lands strikes from the outside, um, and he's going to kind of, you know, mix in those takedown attempts to keep Griffin guessing. Mm-hmm. But the I- big reason why I think Max or wh- why Neil Magny will come out on top is because Max Griffin's just solely built on that power punch mm-hmm. and 
Neil Magny has only been knocked out by a perfect shot by uh, Podzinibia. That's the only time. The other thing, too, I was thinking about this. Just, uh, I would expect Magny to use a lot of clinch, too, like he did against, um, was it Jeff Neal? Remember, yeah. he, just, he was in a, they were in the clinch like basically the whole fight. And he's yeah, and, a and, much taller fighter. And if he gets any trouble, he can always use that. Yeah, Neil Magny's that. And he beat, who was it, uh, Lee Jin Lang? I think so. I'm going to look right now. Go ahead. I mean, he's beat some really good opponents. I don't yeah. think Max Griffin quite stacks up to him as far as... Um, Level of competition. Yeah. And, and I think Neil Magny might have to endure like an early onslaught. Mm-hmm. From I think Max Griffin probably is going to come out guns a blazing, but I think after that, as the fight progresses, Neil Magny is going to be able to point score by picking apart from the outside. And then, like you said, um, if he needs to, he can clinch. But I don't see any reason why he would need to get kind of yeah. close to him. He's, he's got Jeff Neal lost to Kiesa, uh, Lawler, Martin, and uh, Lee J- Jing Liang. His last like five fights, four and one in his last five, from what I can see. See, I was going to put uh, actually Max Griffin for knockout on this one. Just a straight bet. Ooh. I had Ooh. this one as a knockout. I like the way he strikes. And I, like you were talking about, that big power, man. It's it's there, and I, I'm looking for it. And I think that Max Griffin will get a nice little uh, nice little tuck right in the chin. Just a nice, nice little, little bink. Nice little big pop. And then he's going to be uh, – and then, and then fucking – Mag, Mag, I can't talk. Sorry, Magni will be fucking cold cocked on the ground, just fucking straight, stiff as a fucking board, down on the ground right there. Stiff as a board. This is my snipe of the card. It's going to be Max Griffin by knockout. You're hearing it first. It's that's what's going to happen. So all right, so you and you and me are going to be like yelling at each other after this fight, one way or another. Yes, hundred percent. I'm hoping for an early stoppage for me. I know that's not what you want to hear, and I'm sorry for that, but I'm hoping for an early stoppage here. What did, what was the sound effect of him getting hit in the chin? Bink. Bink bop. It's kind of like bing you, bong, but I just said bink bop instead. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you if you see these dogs in your backyard, just know I'm downstairs going soft. Bong bing. So I'm a leaf. Bing bong. <laughs> On that note, I was fucking terrible. Um, we're going <laughs> to. We're going to end the podcast. Good talking to you guys. I'll see you. No, I'm joking. No, that was fucking. We still have the main card. Yeah, I know. So six more fights. I'm only going to bet three of them. Did you guys want to talk about the first whatever? The first. Barshev. Barshev. Dude's going to knock this Dikaze guy out. He's going to fucking hammer hands him. Fucking metal hands. Dude's got fucking rocks for hands. Dude's going to. Fucking smoke this red-haired idiot. He's going to be down on the ground. Fucking barely breathing for life. Sorry, I'm violent today. I don't know what's going on. No, I love Borshev. As I've mentioned before in prior uh, on the um, Cater Chikaze fight against Dakota Bush, 
I love Borshev. I watched his contender series fight. It was electric, and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna knock him out. I, I genuinely think so. I love Borshev. I'm riding with Borshev for as long as I live. This dude's a stud. He's a next. Oh, I fought two months ago. Jesus. I love. I love Borshev. I he's probably he was one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite fighters right now. Besides another guy who's also on this card, but we'll we'll get to that I, guy later. I have Borshev money line in the main card parlay. So. Go ahead. Uh, what's his, uh, what's the money line? What's the money line valued at? Minus one forty five, I believe. Hmm. Okay. It's, it's not bad, actually. Yeah, it was, by knockouts was... plus one twenty five. So, want that? Hmm. Okay. I want that? Okay. So, we'll keep moving up the fight card here. I'm gonna pull up the damn thing. Uh, uh, here we are. Prepared. The TV oh. versus Alexi Olenek. All right, so, Mike, go ahead and make your point about this one, and I'm going to counter it, but I'm not betting on this. Okay, well, uh, I wrote down first point, win number 60. Fuck it. Um, It's not entirely a fuck it bet. Let me get into the reasoning here. Um, So, honestly, I think Alexi has a better striking pedigree, even though it's not the best ever, as you guys know. Um. He throws more volume. The other, the other, this is the problem I have with Latifi right now. Is he he's gonna want to go to the ground, right? Probably, most likely. Where's Alexi Olenek the most dangerous? On the ground. On the ground, off his back. Forty-six so, submission wins. That is absurd. Yeah. So, and even even the, in the standing, if they get in the clinch, she can still choke him out standing. I just think he's far too dangerous on with his submission game. That I'm just, and it's just a money line pick. Because he is the underdog, but I'm just going to – yeah. I, I think he's too good with his submissions. He's too dangerous in all areas. And he's a far longer fighter. So he can sneak those arms around the neck at any point. Yeah. And you don't get the name like the boa constrictor and not be good at submissions. Yeah. Like, you just don't. Like, it's just like – it's just not possible, you know. So, like, I, I'll ride with this one with you. I mean, I didn't really have anything to this one. And I, I would have to agree with you. I mean, plus, I mean, if you look at a Linux volume of fights compared to fucking Latifi, it's just unbelievably absurd. Mm-hmm. He's so, much older too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, but like, still. yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I I'm riding with you on this one. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. But so I, I think ride. the only, so I was, when I was doing this, I was thinking Latifi actually, um, so the reason for this is is this is like my analytics thing right here is that oh, Lear Latifi has no fucking neck, so how is he going to choke him out? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> that's out of pocket, bro. That's out the of dude's, pocket, bro. The dude, he, he doesn't like have a, a neck. I mean, that, that's... No. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Maybe an arm bar. Like, okay, so like you think Chris... You said Chris Dawkins is built like a bag of milk. Alir Latifi was built like a fucking carton of milk. Like, <laughs> uh, he's built like a goddamn protein shake. <laughs> like, dude has no neck. <laughs> but like, all right, so I was thinking if Alir Latifi, the light heavyweight, he's built like it, that version of him Sorry. was playing, was was fighting Olenek. I am taking Alir Latifi a thousand times out of a thousand because that guy threw strikes. He was very good on the feet, but for whatever reason, when he got to heavyweight, he decided to wrestle a lot, and then he would get tired. Not that Olenek's mm-hmm. gas tank's horrible. 
Yeah, like, it's not gas. Like, my thought is that if Alir Latifi can strike um, and use that wrestling as a defensive mechanism, you know, I think that then he would have the clear advantage in this fight because his hands are just much better. I think he's very, he's, he's, he's got good hands. They're very fast. He's very accurate with them. And for whatever reason, when he went to heavyweight, just, he thought, let's just wrestle all the time. And then he gets mm-hmm. tired. Yeah, so I thought he could all wrestle these bigger guys. I don't, I, and I don't really get it. Um, no. But for me, I, I truly think this might be one of the boringest fights on the card. Yeah. I have no idea why it has a main event slot because I think by the end of the fight, one way or another, we're going to see. Should be on there. I think on the in the, I think the third round is going to be two guys laying on top of one another, just Most exhausted likely. out of their mind, <laughs> doing <laughs> absolutely nothing. You, you want to tap out? I'm so tired. <laughs> it's just fake injuries. It very well could happen. But I don't know. But yeah, Alil TV doesn't have a neck. How is he going to get choked out by a bow construct? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Analytics. I can't argue first. with your logic. The crucifix. They're going to ride with it. <laughs> All right. So you guys are going to take Olenek by submission? Or I just money got line? a money line. Money line. Money line. Just money line. Straight money okay. line. Okay. All right. So for the fight that Alex and I have been, we this is one of the fights that we were super excited about oh, when yeah. we. Yes. Bought this card. This um, is the fucking boy. So Askar Askarov and Kaikar France. Uh, I'm gonna, gonna go. Be a banger. Uh, oh, I think so too. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. But I also kind of don't think so. I think Askarov yeah. is gonna wrestle the hell out of him, and he's just gonna be on top of him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Askarov by decision. Yeah. You know what? I and okay. Kaikar France is my fucking boy. I love Kaikar France. I after watching him beat Rodrigo Bontorin and Cody Garbrandt, I mean, I've, I'm forever a fan of that guy. I love him. That being said, that being said, I think that Askar Askarov is a way better wrestler and, and way better on the ground than Brandon Royval. And and also he, if we're gonna say they fought the same person, they both brought Brand, fought Brandon Moreno. One with a split decision, and the other one went to, and the other one was a unanimous decision. And Askar Askarov won by split, and Kai Kara lost by a unanimous decision. And I just don't really see really Kai Kara France keeping up on the ground with Askar Askarov. I hope I'm wrong because I love Kai Kara France. I want him to win by knockout so fucking badly that I'm going to bet with my heart here and say he's going to win by knockout. That being said, I don't think you should ride with me and I think you should go with Askar Askarov by submission because I don't think he's going to be able to keep up on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, I think Car France's performance against Royval, who is, I think, an inferior wrestler to Askarov, um, I mean, Car France was just constantly getting taken down. He had issues staying up on his feet. Granted, he's grown a bit since then, obviously. Um, but also, the the biggest thing for me was Askarov's fight against Joe Benavides, who made a living out of scramble wrestling. You know, someone would shoot a takedown on him, and he was up in five seconds. And Askar Askarov, I mean, granted, 
Joe Ben. Joe Ben was a little old at this point, but Askar Askarov held him down for that fight. Just did not allow him to scramble at all. And I mean, for a guy like Joe Benavides to not be able to get out of his grasp, I, I think that's very telling of how this fight should go. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not going to rule out the fact that Kai Car France just sleeps people yeah. as a 125er. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like but you cannot, you certainly cannot count him out of any fight. Like it's almost like the, the, the Derek Lewis. Francis Ngannou thing where like at any moment he can just shut someone's lights out and he's always in a fight and and for that like you gotta love the guy too so and this is like his knockouts have been kind of been resurging a little bit like he was on a really long decision like kind of like a decision 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 win or decision loss and and now he's back to knocking motherfuckers out and I love it I mean granted like Okay, Bontarin, not the best on the feet. Whatever. Cody, right. no chin guard, right? And yeah, yeah. Oh, Cody, come on. No Cody, yeah, come on. I, I love Cody. I love Cody. It, it's not that he doesn't have a chin. Like, obviously, he's just a little bit more of like a reckless he fighter. He also was cutting down from 135, too. Yeah, but. he was cutting down. He's a reckless fighter. You can't be reckless against Kai Kara France. You just can't. No. It dude, dude's got fucking long ass arms. He'll smoke the fuck out of you, and he's got some power in those motherfuckers too. I just, I just don't think Asker's gonna make a mistake where he can capitalize like that. But I could be wrong. I'm hoping he does. <laughs> uh, and I literally like, I'm. I don't, don't blame you. It'd be crazy. Don't bet with me. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. Do not bet with me on this. All right. If I were to make an actually smart decision, I'd want to go probably Asker Askrov by submission. That being said, I'm still betting Kai Car France. By knockout, single bet, and I want that one. Maybe I'll throw <laughs> it in with a maybe I'll throw it in with a fuck it bet and put it in with a who was that? Who did I say? Max Griffin by knockout too, and just getting insane odds on that one because you know that shit's gonna be fucking up because they're both heavy underdogs. If those hit, if those hit after, I will after buy fight. all of the drinks for the rest of the night. I don't give a fuck. Like that would be nuts. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I was gonna stand up and just punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I can't fucking fade you and then just be like, <laughs> loser. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll buy you drinks. I'll buy drinks. I'll buy drinks for the night. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. I'm kind of rooting for this now. Uh, <laughs> All right, so we'll keep going on to the next fight here. Um, so Matt Brown and Brian Barbarina. I am very excited about this fight. Um, I totally see this as being like a under an under one and a half round uh, under one and a half rounds kind of a fight. I was actually mm-hmm. debating just picking that, but I think it was like minus 165. So not worth maybe, it at all. Maybe first, maybe first 60 seconds. Gee, that would be like bananas. It maybe is like a pick. A um, pick. <laughs> no, I think I was going to go with, I think I was going to ride with Mike on this one. I was going to take Matt Brown by knockout. Um, I don't have him by knockout. Oh, you just have the money line? Yeah, just in the parlay. All right, so I'm going to go with Brown because of his he's sharper technique. I think he has a little bit of heavier hands. Much more experience. Um, Brian Barber, yeah, more experience by far. Brian Barberana hasn't looked very good pretty much since his war with Vicente Luque. Mm, yeah. And it's a hometown fight. Like Matt oh. Brown from Ohio, he's a, he's got he's he's got the home field advantage. So 
the home octagon advantage. Uh, that didn't work for Derek Lewis twice now, so I don't know, man. He's going to work for every London fighter on the main card. Yeah, He's okay. Well, yeah. Except for Jai Herbert, but that's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were both from England, right? No. Yeah, whatever. Go ahead. Where is Ilya Tabora from? Ilya Tabora is Georgian. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Matt Brown. Yeah. Omak, you got advantage. Not, not disrespect, but the Matt flags are pretty similar. What's that? The flags are pretty similar. Yeah, they both they, have the cross, I guess. They have they, like the, the red cross, yeah. except Georgia, Georgia has the uh, the red the spades additions. or something yeah. like that. Georgia. I can't tell exactly what it is, but yeah. Georgia. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Little, little sidetrack from Georgia. Not the same Georgia. Who is so pumped for the fucking masters. Every time I hear that commercial, the song's going off. I just get a little hard. You know what I mean? Like it's just fucking, it's just fantastic. I love fucking the masters commercial. It's not like that. Okay. It's not like that. It's not like that. All right. I'm There's just nothing wrong with the half chub over the masters. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you know, you get a little happy, you know, you get a little chubby, you know, going for the masters. It's, it's exciting. It is an exciting time in our lives right now. We have March Madness, which, by the way, fuck that shit. But I understand the excitement for other people. Okay. We have the Masters coming up. We got banger UFC cards, but that happens all year round. So whatever. All right. And bas- basketball, basketball and hockey playoffs are coming up very soon. And baseball starting up again. What a great time in our lives right now. Sports-wise. 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 Sports ball time, baby. Sports ball ball. Uh- Okay, so can we all agree, Matt Brown? Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Sorry. Sidetracked, as usual. Two weeks out from the Masters, Alex. Just hold it in for a little bit longer. <laughs> okay. We're going to turn into a golf <laughs> podcast real quick. Um- <laughs> John Rahm. John Rahm. John Rahm. Calling it now. Snipe of the century. Jordan Spade. John Rom, snipe of the century. What do you mean? He's the number one ranked golfer in the world. Shut up, fuck you, John Rom. <laughs> How is it a snipe? It's like he's like the odds on favorite. Yeah, for every tournament he's in. Fuck you, John Rom. He might get COVID again. Forever a fan of John Rom. Like not really a joke, but like he did get COVID a bunch. <laughs> no, I, th- I thought he didn't actually have COVID. He just kept testing positive because he's one of those people that just carries he's a long it. hauler, I think. Yeah. And they're like, how the f- Fuck it. Yeah, it's weird, but it was All unfortunate because right, cool. wasn't it? He was like six strokes up in one of those tournaments, too. <laughs> they oh, yeah. pulled him on It Sunday. was like his most recent. It was the most recent one he got pulled out for. Yeah, yeah. The most recent one. Anyway, next fight. Anyways. All right. So, did you guys want to talk about the Joanne Wood Alexa Grasso fight? Joanne Wood by fucking decision, I guess. I don't even fucking know. I honestly, I didn't even like, I didn't even know this was in the card. Like, on my. On, when I was looking at the bets earlier, I didn't even see this one. So I literally didn't even research this one. So my bad on that one. But I would say only because I know Joanne Wood, I would say by decision, I guess. But that's really the only thing I got. I mean, Alexa Grasso has beat some – I mean, yeah. she's considered one of the UFC's, like, prospects. Like, you can tell well, how they feature her in cards and stuff like that. She's yeah. thought she's thought very highly of by the UFC. But then they kind of – and she's a very good striker – and, but but they keep putting her with these really good wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got Grasso in uh, the parlay to win. Um, basically, I didn't really know anything about her before the last couple of fights, and just like seeing her improvements over the time, especially the commentators pointing it out at first, because like I didn't know. Um, 
I just imagine that she's going to keep making like giant leaps or maybe they might get a little smaller now that she's stepping up even more. But I honestly, Calderwood's not riding the best streak right now. Um, you know, she's had a co- tough couple of years. I'm imagining Grasso's going to pull out a win here. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I mean, Alexa Grasso has, she beat Macy Barber. She beat Ji Yoon Kim, lost to Carla Esparza, uh, Tatiana Suarez, and Felice Herod. Yeah. Um, they keep putting, uh, man, they put her up with some killers, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I know. Mean, like, that's, no, I, I, again, didn't really do much research, but just looking at like the quick share dog stuff, like, I mean, her most recent losses is to Talia Santos and Lauren Murphy. I, I mean, one of those literally fought for the belt not too long ago. And, well, yeah, uh, Jennifer Maya, Jessica I, Lauren Murphy all fought for the title. Yeah. Three of her last four. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you can't really deny that. And Talia Santos is no bum at all. Yeah, she's I mean, a dog, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, she beat Jillian Roberts. Uh, she beat Roxanne. You know, no longer there. And who's also on this card. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I mean, you know, it, they're not like I mean, they're not bum names. You know what I mean? Like, no, but I, it could be a really, really good fight. Honestly, I kind of expect it to be it. Like, totally honestly, this, this might be I the best one on the main card. I think this is a sneaky good fight that like yeah. a lot of people just are kind of like meh because they're just not really that big. I mean, Joanne Wood is a bigger name than Alexa Grasso, but I think Alexa Grasso is a very sneaky, talented fighter. Yeah. Um, and the UFC definitely thinks very highly of her. Um, so I, I would put my money on Grasso on this one. Um, I didn't look up the I didn't look up betting lines She's on this like just because a minus two forty favorite. So you're gonna have to go with like a finish or something to get some. I felt value. really yeah, I felt really uncertain about her against like good wrestlers like um I, I mean she lost to Carlos Barza yeah. and uh um she beat Macy though. She did beat Macy Barber. Lost to Carlos Barza and Tatiana Suarez were both pretty good wrestlers. So that yeah. kind of scared me away a little bit. Um, all right. So main event time. Uh, Curtis Blades and Chris Dawkins, a.k.a. The Bag of Milk. Um, <laughs> the Bag of Milk. So mean. Correct. I mean, um, You'd say it's I'm going to take. I'm going I'm, to. Let's go. Let's get a little crazy here. Let's, uh, let's, let's get a little crazy. Uh, I'm going to go Curtis Blades by knockout. Jeez. So minus one ten actually too. Um, oh, do you know I didn't even realize, and I don't know how the fuck this slipped my mind is that it's a five round fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might have to ride with that. I had a bad decision, but like five rounds, just getting Russell fucked, he might just end up getting a TKO anyway. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a ground and pound finish. Yeah. Um. See, I would I- like to agree with that, but I just have a weird feeling since they're both wrestlers both grapplers that it's just going to be like i think it's going to be like first round or docus is a knockout guy sorry my bad mm-hmm. he's a volume striker Dacus? yeah he's like if max holloway ate himself 1500 times and got really slow <laughs> that's seven strikes per minute jesus yeah he's more of like a volume like pick you apart a lot um like Mike said, averages more than a strike per 10 seconds, um, but he doesn't really knock people out. It's more of like a touch kind of a thing, and he looks to kind of point fight. So I think if this ends up actually going to a decision, it would be very bad for Curtis Blades unless 
obviously he controls the ground time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Curtis since- Blades is going to keep him wrestling. Like, yeah, I think I, I personally think that Curtis Blades is just going to wrestle him a lot of the time. It's going to be a oh, long I- wrestling match. That's what I'm afraid of. I hope it's not that. I want to ride with you with the knockouts because I'd much rather see a Curtis Blade knockout. It's my only note on this entire fight is wrestle fuck. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, it would. It makes sense too, because like it's and look, I think this, I think the Curtis Blades hate is just beyond out of control. To be honest with you, I think he's he hate? wrestles, huh? He's hate, really, huh? Curtis Blades gets a lot of hate. Oh, dude, like I think a I th- lot. I, I don't want to be that guy, but I think the casuals really hate him. Yeah, because he just wrestles, but it's he not like a hobby like, wrestler. He is, he's such a strong wrestler, but like when. Like in some of his losses that he's had, like his loss to Derek Lewis, he was outboxing Derek Lewis for the entire fight. And the entire fight, he was outboxing him, and then he went to shoot and ate a na- one of the nastiest uppercuts I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. And, but Take like a couple years off your life for sure. He yeah, outboxed as a state champ. To he outboxed high school. Yeah, he outboxed. Um, who was it? He outboxed. Volkov, I th- yeah he outboxed Volkov. He outboxed. Dustin, um, Dustin. Yeah, yeah. His boxing in that JDS fight was incredible. It's, he looked so good. That was actually one of his. I thought one of his best performances. Not about. I think not Overeem. I think at that point it wasn't. We weren't. We weren't talking about horse meat Overeem anymore. I think we're talking about like no yeah. chin Overeem. Well, Rosa strike his last fight too. Yeah. That was well. That that was more of like a wrestle heavy fight, and I think yeah. that's kind of where. But their wrestling ability allows them to outbox those guys because they think it's shot the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and but for this, I think it's going to be. I think what Mike said, it's going to be a wrestle fuck because it just makes sense. Why stand with a guy, a heavyweight who averages more than seven strikes a minute, when you yeah. can just easily take him down and control him the whole time. But I think I, I don't think he's going to sit there and do nothing with it though, because Kyle Dawkins is a striker. He's going to feel super uncomfortable off his back, I think, and, and then mm-hmm. that's going to lead to him with that's going to lead to ground and pound opportunities where I think Curtis Blades can really impose his will and eventually score a finish. Mm-hmm. But I I refuse to I, I refuse to acknowledge Curtis Blades hate. Maybe I'm biased because Chicago guy, but I I, I don't know I don't want I don't buy it. Yeah, Ryan with the Chicago guy here, Curtis Blades. I'd rather see a knockout, so I might just bet the knockout because I want to see it. Um, but uh, I think it might be a decision. Also, it's also he's a, a flying Brian Aikens boy. So, uh-huh. oh, yeah. shout, out, shout out flying Brian. So, yeah, you got to ride with that. Um, yeah, thanks. All right. Maybe, so- we should, maybe we should message him and ask him what you think is going to happen with Curtis. I I just might I just might I think I might send him a little uh, little message tomorrow I might text him, um, yeah I got a provider's phone number what up um, okay so <laughs> I think it's now time for Mike's rock hard main card parlay you don't have to call it rock hard this is oh weird. I'm sorry Mike's hard Half main card. Well, main card sorry Mike's <laughs> somewhat flaccid main card Jesus Mike's hard main card here we go. Ready? We don't get paid by Mike's hard, so. Uh, Mike's rock hard, main card. <laughs> we're going to go with, fuck it, we're riding with it. Uh, we're going to go Boroshev. These are all money line, remember. Boroshev, Alexi Olenek, 
uh, Asker Askarov, Matt Brown, Alexa Grasso, and Curtis Blades. Uh, that is plus, this is FanDuel, plus $1,767, 10 to win $176.74. And those might be the best odds to date. Yeah. By far. Besides the one where I went all underdogs that didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the ultimate, like, fuck it bet. Cause I think at one point, I think one of them had like, like the, that was the Robert Whitaker minus- card. Yeah, I think one of the one of the fighters had like a minus like four fifty odds yeah, or something ridiculous. like that. And it was like, yeah, there's no way. I think it was the uh uh the guy who fought um god damn it, the Brazilian guy who's always doing flips and shit. Oh Micah Michael Pereira. No, I had Pereira in that one. Oh, you did? It was the Portuguese guy. I can't remember his name. It was his yeah, UFC he was like baby. a plus he was like a plus four fifty or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyways, okay. So that's going to round out our picks for the Columbus card. Normally, we'd be sitting here being like, uh, I don't really know. This one might not be too exciting. I have a lot of decisions um, in my picks. I have a couple of knockouts sprinkled here and there, a couple of subs, but majority decisions. Um, but since me and Alex are going to be going to this one, I am so excited for this. Like You could tell me that this was on paper the worst card of the year, and I would be juiced for it. Great. Yeah. yeah. I'm pumped. Like, I really. You guys like, just being in person will probably make it that much more exciting. Yeah. Like, and, and honestly, Andrew, like, if it's like any other UFC card, like, you know, there's not going to be a lot of people at the prelims. And I think you have a great idea earlier when you said, you know, maybe we go up first couple rounds, just ask, like, hey, like, you know, can we just sit in like the, the, the first deck just for a little bit until more people start showing up and then, you can come get us. Like we'll literally sit next to the stairs so that way you know we're here and you can just tell us to get the fuck out or some shit like that. Like I would I am pumped. I am so unbelievably pumped for this fight, for this card. Like every single one of these fights, it could be all decision and I'll still be happy. Like I I I can't express my happiness for you absolutely. getting these these tickets. This is this is unreal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like like we always say too, it's sometimes these cards where we're like who the fuck are these people like? What the fuck is this? Like, sometimes these cards turn out to be the craziest cards. Bangers. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? Uh, you got to feel bad for him, too, because he was <laughs> Jeremy Stevens was, he was such a good fighter. <laughs> like, he didn't deserve yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. He didn't deserve You that. saw that interview with him, right? Well, with McGregor after like reacting to that? No. He's like, of course I know who Journey Stevens is, but I just had to give him a little shit, you know. He's fucking, he's yapping his gums during my fucking, during my press conference. <laughs> it's like 30 fighters up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Well, it's McGregor. He thinks, yeah, I know, is, I know. you know. <laughs> the, funniest part of, the funniest part about that was like Jeremy Stevens, like just consent, like, just like. Took it. He was just like, okay, I'm defeated. Like, yeah. there's no way I'm <laughs> I don't know what to do here. <laughs> He just concedes, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jer- no, no, Jeremy Stevens slander. Um, okay, so we have another question for you guys. Okay, all right, another on Alex Andrew. hates these. <laughs> he really let's, does. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Let's but this one, this one's a bit more on theme. Okay, so okay. what animal, if they were the same size and weight, would you pick to win it in a fight? The strength stays to scale, but okay. the poison stays the same potency. Okay. I feel like it's going to be like a snake and a bear. 
King Cobra. Really? Yeah. If there, if a King Cobra is as big as a goddamn gorilla, what the fuck are you supposed to do? They'll spit in their eyes before it even gets like a chance. But a gorilla hmm. might fucking pound its goddamn brains in before it even gets a chance. Hmm. What's the so environment? Like, is it just? Is it like it, we're just we like put we're it in an octagon? Like a cop yeah, we're, we're, ring fuck it. We'll like, put them in. Yeah, fuck it. We're, we're putting them in. We're putting them in a, a fucking box, basically. And they're all the same It's a cage match, brother. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's just a fight to the death. Who wins? And my pick is Scorpion. It's just this Ooh, giant. Like, yeah. if you scale that up to like whatever size, it's just a giant tank with armor and a fucking stinger tail. Yeah. And I was gonna say like a Black Widow spider, but they don't have armor. I mean, they do, but it's not as thick as a scorpion's. Yeah. I don't know. That's a hard question because, like, one, I'm not, like, really familiar with animals in general. And, like, my first reaction to hearing that question, I was thinking anaconda. Not because of the poison, but strictly because they're already big as fuck. So if you match, and they're strong as shit. Like, so if you already match the size to, like, the same size as someone else, even if they're poisonous, like, a fucking snake like that thing it literally it just wraps around you slowly and just squeezes the fuck out of you like it literally like it's just like if a it just bear hugs you essentially but with like its entire body and it just constricts and it's nuts like i mean like i think an anaconda that's like the first initial thought but then you bring up scorpion which is a good like that that makes sense like that does make a lot of sense because it is poisonous some scorpions are poisonous and they also have that. But then you got to think, like, what if... They got the pinchers, too. Yeah, but, like, you also got to think, like, there's a bunch of other animals with that so-called armor on it. Like, what if you had a, just a fucking giant turtle who just turtled the entire time? It's not going to win. Like, no one's going to win. Scorpion gets tired. Yeah. You know, like, in that... Uh, well, mm, in the turtle like Russell fucks him. <laughs> <laughs> Is Curtis Wade's a turtle? <laughs> Like you no know what I mean? Like, or like an armadillo. Like, what if he just like fucking gasses him out by just fucking going his little ball and just fucking makes him chase him around everywhere? I need you to pick a fucking animal. <laughs> I'll fucking know, man. What's with all these damn questions, bro? We're talking about UFC. Time. Yeah, what? this is kind of related. Uh I will go with my first initial thought, and I will say an anaconda, because I think it would just Fight like it, it, the scorpion's not gonna be fast enough to stab that fucking thing. She's gonna squeeze around his fucking head and, you know. My my also size. like one of my thoughts too was a like a like a fire ant or like an army ant because they're like six hundred times stronger than their body weight. Oh yeah, yeah, but they got like a soft shell on them, probably. You know what I mean? Like if you get a scorpion with that, oh, a it's giant not- bullet ant. Oh, oh, because they're poisonous. I'm going with too. that. Fuck it. Yeah, but like the thing is, scorpions eat ants. Like they this, eat. Those they're small. the same size. They're the yeah, same so size. What? So what? Like they're. So like, it, scorpions are able to eat ants because they're so much bigger and stronger. Yeah, I guess, but that doesn't mean their skin's stronger. Like the scorpion has that shell on him. Not to mention, too, all it takes is one scorpion stab right in the fucking ant's head, and he's gone. Like he's donezo. Dude's fucking finito. Over. Right. And if you're doing predator shit, usually predators go after limbs and the ants can just the fucking scorpion just right off one of the legs. 
Like, what does the ant have? He has a little snips in the front that, like, exposes him too much, you know? He has his arms as fucking clippers, you know what I'm saying? Like, those little claws. So he's a little bit more mobile with this, and he has two of them. So he's a little more mobile with his, like, hands. He's smart, just takes out the legs. The ant can't fucking move. Then what? You stab it with your fucking little spiky thing in the back. It fucking kills his ass. So he's going to ankle pick the ant. Damn straight, he'll ankle pick the ant. Shut up before I ankle pick you. It's a hard question because there's so many different aspects to it that you can't really put into play. Someday science will have the answer. (laughs) That's why I ask these stupid ass fucking questions. First of all, because Alex gets so fucking pissed. (laughs) Second, these are just entertaining as fuck to hear you guys' responses. So I don't know. I love them. I'm going to, I think I'm going to keep trying to find these. Um, there's got to be a website or something. Just like unanswerable question. Yeah, probably. Because I was struggling to find one this week. So I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. Like, at what point do I run out? Which Alex will probably rejoice, but whatever. Till then, fuck you. I'll uh, think of something, maybe. Like, the million dollar thing I was telling you guys about. You know, I watched that the on one? a video. Remember the million dollar th- questions I was asking you on one of the rides back from the, like, if you had a million dollars... But every time this happened, like, so, okay. There's this video I watched on YouTube. It's from Rooster Teeth. Shout Rooster Teeth. Love them. Okay. Not free ads. They're a YouTube channel. They're an independent, whatever. Anyways, they had this video theme that was like, if you, for a million dollars, would you do this? And one of the million dollar questions I asked you was for a million dollars, would you full functioning arms? You could grab things and everything, replace your arms with full functioning Muppet arms. (laughs) for a million dollars like literally you could still like you have the same strength you could still build up your strength you just have muppet arms with strings on them constantly and i said fuck yeah that'd be hilarious like imagine like you're in a ufc fight with your fucking muppet arms you knock a dude out with a string attached to your arm that'd be hilarious yeah you just like this you just noodle arm and you just rocks him you just cold cocks him right in his fucking chin like i think that'd be fucking comedy all right. Well, well, I think we have one for next week. I think I'm going to ask your um, what was it? Your turtle one, it, or the slug one, the snail or slug? Oh yeah, the snail one. Yeah, I like that one. I'll ask that one next week. All right. Okay. Okay. So we have one for next week. Okay. So I I don't have anything else for you guys. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to to say? No, sir. No, I just wanted to say thanks again. Listen to the yeah. podcast. Um, you know, we appreciate you guys uh tuning in every single week on Thursdays. Uh showing Fridays. support and love. Fridays, my mistake, Fridays, showing your support and love. Uh again, you know, tell your friends, tell coworkers, tell whoever, right? Tell who is someone interested in UFC. We want to get this podcast off the ground. We want to start getting moving. We want to start getting the crowd involved. Um Literally tonight, I will actually set up the Twitter page for making the walk. I didn't do that last week. I forgot. That's on me. I will set it up literally right after this podcast recording ends. We will set it up and we'll have a making the walk Twitter page for you guys to talk to us to. And we could talk back to you. We could give updates on what's going on and we could talk about how we're feeling and how we're doing. And it'll be awesome. And I think it's no constantly talking shit the entire time around that fucking thing. I don't give a shit. That's the yeah, best I mean, part. Engagement. 
you you can talk as much shit you want. We're getting the clicks. <laughs> Damn mm. fucking straight. We get the impressions, that, motherfucker. That we and Alex is going to be running it. So if you have any Alex slander, send it to that. Oh, go ahead. I don't give a fuck. I'll fucking <laughs> I'll shoot it right back at you, dumbass. Fucking come at me, motherfucker. Talk about the damage. See what happens. Nothing. That's right. Fucking idiot. <laughs> All right, Alex. Do the sign off and let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, and first, first, real quick, have fun this weekend, boys. You have a blast. Yeah, I appreciate it, Mike. We'll definitely send you some Snapchats and stuff like that. Pour one out for me out there. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll FaceTime you at some point. I'll pour one out. No, for geez, I'm not going to answer. He ain't dead, but he just not with us. Jeez. All right, sign All right. off. Yeah. Alex, do that sign off, man. You were so good at it last week. People were requesting it. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Again, thank you guys for joining us. We really appreciate all your love and your support through everything you guys are doing. You guys have a great night. Uh, again, tell your friends about us, right? We're a podcast. Every Friday morning, we drop it. Come back, all right? Tell your friends, tell your coworkers. Don't listen to them with them. You listen to it by yourself. More views, okay? See you guys later. You guys have a great night. I'm here with my best buddies, Andrew Lee and Michael Grosh. You guys have a fantastic night. Thank you so much. Go Red Raiders. Go Texas Tech. Oh, God. I told you to stop doing that. (laughs)